Hello, welcome back to the show with a poorly thought out name and no intro music. It is September 9th, 2023. There's currently a large storm outside, so you might hear some thunder. Um, but let's get started with some recent news. And uh, How about we start with the uh, Attack on Children segment. Um, all right, so a school has to pay mom after socially transitioning daughter without mother's consent. Of course, the school is in California. <laughs> um, check out this misleading headline from an article by NBC News on August the 31st, 2023. And I have more to say about NBC News uh, later on, so just keep that in mind. Um, the article reads, California District pays 100K to settle suit over support for students' gender transition. Putting lipstick on a pig with this misleading headline. They weren't sued for supporting a gender transition. These predators were confusing children and molding their minds in hopes that they would transition. The, the kids will never stand a chance when the people they look up to are pushing their personal agendas to undeveloped minds. Uh, I went ahead and searched TikTok instead of the indoctrination media like NBC to find out more information and learned some disturbing things. The uh, lawyer of the mother appeared in an interview on Fox News where she stated two teachers with knowledge from the principal were identifying children who they thought belonged in a secret equality club that was for children questioning their sexual identities in which they told the kids not to tell their parents. The mother, Jessica Conan, said in an interview, I think the fight should still happen as far as removing the parental secrecy policy out of schools. Wait, 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 what? Parental secrecy policy? Apparently that's the thing. So I googled parental secrecy policy. This came up. Parental secrecy policy, which says that school staff should not reveal a transgender student's gender identity to their parents without the child's permission. As the story I just mentioned, it is definitely not as innocent as Google makes it sound. Um, upon more research, I stumbled upon a bill on congress.gov. It was introduced in March the 14th, 2023, prohibiting parental secrecy policies in Schools Act of 2023. That was the name of it. It's crazy how far gone society has become to even introduce a bill stopping schools from trying to turn our kids transgender and mutilate their bodies is a sign of America's lunacy. If you've yet to talk to your children about this epidemic and reassure them that they are a beautiful, unique person, it is not too late to do so. I, I went ahead and read the summary off the um, .gov website, so I thought I'd share that here. Uh, this, and it states, this bill requires each state in order to receive specified federal funds for elementary and secondary education to implement a state policy prohibiting school employees from certain actions regarding a minor's gender identity without parental consent. 
In particular, a state policy must prohibit employees from the following activities without the consent of a minor's a minor student's custodial parent or legal guardian, using pronouns for a minor that are inconsistent with the minor's biological sex for the purpose of recognizing or promoting a self-professed gender identity that is incongruent with the biological sex, providing, promoting, referring to, or otherwise assisting in the use of medical or other devices that promote changes to the minor's physical appearance so that it aligns with the opposite biological sex for the purpose of recognizing or promoting a self-professed gender identity incongruent with the biological sex and carrying out any other action designed to assist a minor in the promotion of a, or adoption of their self-professed professed gender identity and denial of their bi biological sex. About six months later, yeah, I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> about six months later and the bill has not been passed as of yet um next story an oregon children's clothing store called the freckled bee is selling genital shaped plushies for kids uh, like stuffed animals includes a penis and a clitoris the owner of the store likes to flaunt her shit online with a bunch of lingerie-filled posts on her Instagram. Child predator, maybe. That's the kind of vibes I'm getting from that woman. Um, I just know that I would not want my children shopping there at all. And I've also started to question Build-A-Bear, who has introduced a RuPaul bear earlier this year. RuPaul is probably the most famous drag queen ever, and now Build-A-Bear wants your children introduced to drag queens. The lesson here is... <laughs> I don't know what the hell the lesson here is. Let's move on. To um, Bidenomics, the greatest economic thing to happen in America, Bidenomics. I'm... So thrilled to be broke. CNN article last month, August 8th, 2023, reads, Americans' credit card debt hits a record $1 trillion. For the first time ever, they've surpassed $1 trillion. The economy is great. We're all flourishing. I especially love how the interest rates are at a 22-year high. Like, that. Is, that is... What is it? Cherry on top, right? Um, bank. Uh, this is the same article from CNN stating how uh, Bank of America reported that more people were tapping their 401k accounts because of financial distress. The number of people who made a hardship withdrawal during the second quarter surged from the first three months of the year to 15,950, an increase of 36%. From the second quarter of 2022 that's from the cnn article and let's see what washington post is going to give us september the 3rd 2023 u.s deficit explodes <laughs> uh, this is the title of the article um u.s deficit explodes i'm gonna do it again for you uh, a third time u.s deficit okay u.s deficit <laughs> explodes even as economy grows a strong economy usually reduces the deficit. Not this time. 
Bidenomics, and that was the uh, headline, Bidenomics is so unique it is not reducing the deficit with such a strong economy. Wow. So uh, they went ahead and asked uh, Jason Furman, an economics professor at Harvard, and he had this to say in the Washington Post article. Surely this guy's got it figured out. Harvard, you know, like this guy got it. You know, don't worry, he got it. So this is what he says. To see this in, in an economy with low unemployment is truly stunning. Oh, he is stunned. Wow. Um, there's never been anything like it. A good and strong economy with no new emergency spending and yet a deficit like this? The fact that it is so big in one year makes you think it must be some weird freakish thing going on. <laughs> That's what he said. Bidenomics, baby. The weird and the freakish. How about saving that for the bedroom and I'll take low gas prices and mean tweets. Let's trade it for that. I'm, I'd be thrilled. Another CNN article, August the 10th, 2023. I got to these a bit late, but hey. Here they are. Credit card and car loan delinquencies pass, uh, pass pre-COVID levels as consumers get squeezed. That was the headline. Squeezed. I, I think they mean uh, pancaked because th there's not much more to squeeze out of the American people. Uh, so uh, more Americans are failing to make payments on their credit cards and auto loans. Another sign of rising financial pressure on consumers. This I'm reading from the article. The rate of new auto loan delinquencies is also on the rise, hitting 7.3% in the second quarter compared with 6.9% in the first quarter. That's also above pre-COVID levels. Auto loan and credit card delinquencies remain well below Great Recession levels. So it's, you got to catch these um, little words here. So it's above great recession levels. And I did a, a quote sign. I don't know why nobody can see me. Um, <clears throat> but <laughs> is it above regular recession levels? You know, like that's a cool question to ask. <laughs> so it, it's above great. But yeah, anyway, so did CNN just hint to us that we are actually in a recession? I don't know. That was some weird wording they did. They just don't want to admit it, I guess. Um, still, the findings suggest that more, uh, this is from the article, uh, more consumers are struggling to keep up with high prices. No shit, dude, really. As they plow through savings built up over the past three years. What savings? <laughs> Who the hell has been saving up during Inflation Joe's three years as president? Like, what savings do you spend? Oh, look, look, look over there to the right. There's some, no, that's not savings. That's my washer and dryer. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> Who's saving during Biden inflation and this horrible Bidenomics BS? Nobody. Um, but don't worry. Uncle Joe, Joey B, with the tweet coming out, tweet or an X. It's a Elon Musk change Twitter to X. So, I'm still calling it tweet. We're count and uh, this is what his tweet said, Joe Biden's. Um, we're canceling all remaining oil and gas leases issued under the previous administration in the Arctic refuge and protecting more than 13 million acres in the Western Arctic. Oh, clap. Let's give him a clap. That guy is 
Yeah. As a climate crisis warms the Arctic, we have a responsibility to protect this treasured region for all ages. I forgot to do the old man voice. Oh, well. And uh, people think, just breathe right into the uh, microphone. People think this will drive the gas prices right back up, judging from the comments on the post. But I guess that remains to be seen if this excuse me, <laughs> is another attack on the wallet. And uh, speaking of which, if you thought the Bidenomics and Bidenflation was destroying your wallet, allow me to speak of other wallet destroying variables into today's society as I bring it local. Um, anybody heard of Symbotic? Where, how, I just kind of barely heard about this. And uh, it's fascinating, fascinating honestly, to me. Uh, warehouse automation for high efficiency and agility. AI-powered robotic technology. So I got on their website, and their website reads, the supply chain is broken. Supply chain leaders are challenged by limited labor availability, increasing operating costs, out of stocks, skew proliferation, and misalignment of inventory with demand. Symbotic invented a revolutionary new warehouse automation platform to address the increased need for labor, efficiency, speed, and flexibility. Cool, right? I guess. The Walmart Distribution Center in New Braunfels, Texas, already has these robots working harder than any human could ever amount to. Yeah, your job in a warehouse is already in the process of being taken over by AI robots. Some have already fallen victim, and this is just the beginning. We're struggling to pay bills now. Imagine how hard it will be when AI starts taking even more jobs. Um, I have a Walmart Plus. Um, I have Walmart Plus. I believe they're trying to compete with Amazon. So this will kind of give them a leg up. And if Amazon decides to go this route as well, there goes a lot of their workers. So, yeah. <laughs> I, that, I just think that they're doing that. Um, Walmart offers 10 cents off per gallon and, you know, and the annual fee is really cheap uh, for the consumers, probably because they don't have to hire as much warehouse employees anymore. I don't know. So it's good for some of us, but many people will lose jobs when these robots become more common in warehouses everywhere, because I'm sure this is just the start. <clears throat> and uh, Forbes has an article on Symbotic, and uh, it was recent. I did not put down the date, but it is recent. And uh, the article reads, Billionaire behind Walmart's warehouse robots gains more than $7 billion in a day. So the takeover is here, everybody. And uh, Bidenflation is uh, here as well. So let's have fun trying to survive. Um, AI can already write books faster than any human ever did. Soon the Hollywood writers who went on strike, um, they will become even more irrelevant than they already are. <laughs> there goes those jobs soon. AI can do podcasts with other people's voices. AI did an entire Joe Rogan AI podcast episode. Um, but you're not going to hear much about it here. You're going to have to click the link I'm supplying. 
Um, I wrote an entire review on the podcast because I listened to the entire thing, which was 51 minutes long. It's called the Joe Rogan AI Experience, and episode two features Donald Trump, which I have yet to listen to. It, it, the AI Donald Trump, not real Donald Trump. Um, but don't worry, everyone. Um, AI will never be as entertaining as me. <laughs> I know all of my maybe two fans, including myself, are really getting worried about that, but uh, you're good. Um, all right, let's change subjects to migrants or in the border situation type thing. Um, remain in Texas from the San Antonio Current, September 8th, 2023. Article reads, White House may force migrants awaiting asylum to stay in Texas. The, uh, yeah, to stay in Texas. So the Biden administration is considering a policy that would force migrant families caught illegally crossing the border which is everyone, right, <laughs> to remain in Texas. Um, three federal officials told the Los Angeles Times. Um, how about remain in your country instead, not remain in Texas? Uh, yeah. So um, I know someone else that's uh, not very thrilled, and that is Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, who recently stated, and I quote, Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. End quote. Next quote. This issue will destroy New York City. Next quote. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. So, and that was the end. I bet he regrets campaigning to keep New York City a sanctuary city in 2022. So good luck with that, Mr. Eric Adams, with your uh, America's soft on crime, the new norm. Uh, how about this guy? Um, I'm sure you love this guy, Eric Adams, in New York. Uh, his name is Daniel Hernandez Martinez, and uh, illegal from Venezuela who arrived in New York in Eric Adams' playground at arrested at least six times on 14 different charges he attacked three strangers and two police officers in the span of two months yeah and i guess he's still out and about i don't know he keeps getting out to commit more crimes but enrique tario the proud boys leader who received 22 years for the capital riots but get this he wasn't even there but this asshole migrant with no respect for America just gets to continuously break the law at will. Why? Because he's a migrant? But if you're um, from here, you're a patriot and you have concern about elections because of your concern about the elections and whatever else bullshit charge they want to give him, um, he's getting 22 years, Enrique Tadio. So... Way to go, Democrats. Um, let's see, what else? From the Daily Wire, August 31st, 2023. We have an article reading, uh, Extremely Dangerous Illegal Alien es Escapes Pennsylvania Prison. <laughs> Manhunt Underway for Murderer. Well, this guy, two years ago, um, Cavalcante is his last name, I guess, stabbed his ex-girlfriend in front of her two children in Pennsylvania. 
He then fled the state and was arrested in Virginia. At the time, Immigration and Customs Enforcement confirmed the confirmed to Breitbart News that Cavalcante entered the U.S. illegally. So here's another illegal just destroying America, and uh, he's free now. So tell him hi, I guess, when you see him, or help get him arrested. <clears throat> There's that, and uh, you know. Don't call it a comeback. COVID is here. Yeah, so Joe Biden caught it. And um, from KJP, the White House press secretary, she said, um, and I quote, he will be masking while indoors and around people. But um, he kind of took it off. So (laughs) he doesn't listen to his own CDC guidelines. And uh, I guess neither should you. I don't know. Make up your own mind. Per the Daily Mail, September 8th, 2023. <laughs> oh, I, I do not know why I added this here from COVID. <laughs> but anyways, uh, this is a uh, pretty bad story. Um, Democratic Party official Shivanti Sathanadan, I botched the name, sorry. Um, she's left bloodied in a violent carjacking and now calls for tougher crime laws after once vowing to dismantle Minneapolis Police Department. So the Democrat vice chairwoman in Minneapolis was attacked in front of her kids at her home, and uh, she was calling for the defunding of police in 2020, and uh, I think she might be regretting that move. Um, Probably her children as well. This is a Pretty bad. Um, so she shared a photo of herself apparently after the attack on uh, Facebook with blood running down her face. And uh, she wrote, Look at my face in the picture. This is the face of a mother who just had the shit beaten out of her. A mother whose only thought was, Let me run far enough and fight hard enough so that my kids have a chance to get away. She wrote, um, look at my face in the picture. This is the face. Blah, blah, blah. I already said that. <laughs> um, this is the face. This is the face of a mother who just listened to her four-year-old daughter screaming nonstop. Her seven-year-old son waiting for someone to come help because bad guys are murdering his mama in the backyard. Her neighbors screaming in outrage, all while being beaten with guns and kicks and fists. Uh, that's probably going to happen when he defund the police. Um, not saying it's going to happen to everybody, but uh, that's probably a good reason not to. Um, so let's get on to some misinformation because uh, the mainstream media likes misinformation. They're, they they love it. <laughs> um, Daniel Arkin. This is uh, NBCnews.com. He's a writer, writer for them, and I said I'd mention... NBC News uh, earlier, and I did, Daniel Arkin. He wrote an article this past weekend, September the 1st, 2023, talking about Tucker Carlson and the speeding towards assassination comment. A reference highlighting Trump being in danger. So Arkin connected Dan Bongino as someone who picked up the alleged conspiracy of a metastasizing plot to take out Trump. The NBC News, sorry excuse for a journalist without a shred of evidence, felt like he could personally debunk the story without ever speaking to Dan Bongino. 
And uh, he can add more to his September 1st article by responding to Bongino, who personally personally called him out on his September 5th, 2023 podcast, holding him accountable and calling him a coward in front of his live crowd on the Rumble app that has reached over 50,000 live, listener, live listeners at times. And uh, for those of you who do not know, <clears throat> let me have a swig of the old water. That was delicious. Dan Bongino is one of my favorite podcasters. Um, who seems to be very well connected and knowledgeable. He was a Secret Service agent and a former New York Police Department officer. He claims to still have a bevy of contacts in the entire security space. Is what he says says on his um, his podcast. Um, seems believable because Bongino shared information on his podcast about the White House cocaine. Um, incident, the scandal, claiming uh, his so his source pinpointed the cocaine belonging to the Biden family orbit. And days later, other news sources like the New York Post came out with the same information. So who, who do we believe? A journalist who has a bachelor's degree in English? Cool. Or Bongino with his bevy of contacts and security detailed experience? It's a no-brainer, just like Mr. No-Shred-of-Evidence himself, Daniel Arkin, who didn't even cite an anonymous source. The, the days of believing someone because they're employed by a huge network, that's over. And as mainstream media typically does, instead of citing sources, they get their buddies to make similar claims. Again, without a shred of evidence or even talking to the source that made the claim. In this case, I'm talking about Bongino, who clarified NBC's Arkin and uh, Forbes, Los Angeles-based writer Antonio Picanio or Picanio, whatever, uh, the fourth, never spoke to Bongino to try to clarify if it was a conspiracy or not. Um, yeah, Forbes uh, writer Antonio Picanio, the fourth, came out with the story on September the 2nd, 2023, the day after the original baseline, uh, baseless debunking story on NBC News. And uh, that wasn't the only other baseless debunking story published by a mainstream media source as business insiders. Aliyah Shoaib, um, I botched that one too, sorry. Also, uh, they also came out with a similar story on uh, the same day. <laughs> September the 2nd. Um, and guess who Business Insider name dropped to give their story credibility? You guessed it. <laughs> Maybe you didn't guess it, but um, <laughs> NBC News, um, who never even cited an anonymous source. That was um, who they name dropped to give their story credibility um, from Business Insider. Um, this is how it works. These liberal Democrat news sources use each other as a source, name-dropping each other to create a truth out of thin air. If enough of the population repeats these baseless claims by mainstream media oligarchs, they will have created a truth. Not the truth, a truth. We go on with our lives thinking we just learned something when in reality, 
an oligarch has implanted their way of thinking inside of you to make you think how they want. You might even vote how they want with this misconception of the truth. This is our matrix. Did you know Trump faced an assassination attempt during a campaign rally in Las Vegas in 2016? Michael Sanford, a 20-year-old British man, he tried to grab a police officer's gun at the campaign event and told authorities he wanted to kill Trump. At least Daniel Arkin admitted as much. He even wrote it in his article. So if someone wanted to kill him in 2016 before peak uh, Trump derangement, why are we to believe that it is not a threat or out of the realm of possibility? during an all-time high of Trump derangement syndrome. Oh, that's, that's right, because NBC News said so. The world needs us all to think critically, because truth is a manufactured product, and we are the customers. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining me on episode two. Remember to try and break out of the matrix and listen to episode three next week. Goodbye.